Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Tragic. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ryan Peruzzi. Joining me, as always, is my buddy Alex Richman. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. How about you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so today is our draft. We are going to be talking about Sounds of the Lambs. No news besides one very important uh, piece of news. Uh, unless Alex, you wanted to talk about the uh, Xbox. <laughs> uh, no, Let, let's just keep okay. it to the okay. one important thing for today. Okay, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll, first, we'll get into what we're playing and watching. Alex, what have you been uh, enjoying yourself with lately? <clears throat> well, uh, I only got uh, really three things going on right now, and two of them are um, connected. Uh, still watching True Detective season four. And I'm kind of losing a little bit of uh, interest in it right now. Oh, really? I'm, I'm still really liking it. I really liked episode four a lot. Uh, yeah, that, that's the one I haven't watched quite yet, so maybe it'll hook me back in again. But but I've seen one through three, and it's kind of been a little bit of a slog. Um, but I have started watching season one again just to see maybe the contrast between the two mm. and I, I don't know I think partially everything in season one kind of e even the character development kind of was in um, some kind of way connected to the main um, investigation and mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of few and far between uh in season four but like i said it might still uh pull me back in we got what two more episodes after four and then we're, yes, we're done it's it's six which that that part's actually the little part that's worried me i wish it was eight at least yeah definitely. um but yeah i see what you're saying um i will say it's really funny some of the criticisms <laughs> are like there's just so much melodrama i'm like there's a lot of just marriage <laughs> yeah kind of soap opery elements in season one too so oh, i yeah, think definitely some people <laughs> some people forget that there's some straight up just nip tuck type shit where the partners are sleeping with yeah it's just yeah yeah <laughs> so I, I i never got the mill i'm like there's always been melodrama and true detective in some way mm -hmm. honestly i think season three has the least of it uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and i did finish season three um and yeah, I love the finale of season three a lot. It's like the most endearing. It's just more about Stephen Dorth and Mershada. I can never pronounce his name. Mershada. Uh, yeah, Mershada Ali's. Um, it's just more about their friendship than anything else. Yeah. Um, and I just really appreciated that. But mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go on. Oh, uh, that was pretty much all I had to say about that. But uh, I mean, uh, somewhat in contrast, I think it has. It almost has a little bit more in common uh, than you'd think, but I've been watching Follow the House of Usher, finally. Um, oh my god, I just... That's my <laughs> one other thing I have for TV. So we both oh, exactly really? had the two <laughs> TV things, and I really, really <laughs> like that show. Yeah. Uh, I'm only three episodes in, but the three episodes I've watched have been so much more enjoyable than I was expecting. Um mm. Because I I knew the premise of it. I knew I, I I mean I love Edgar Allan Poe and I love a bunch of the actors that are in this. I love uh, who's directing the it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it 
really hooked me in by being a show that I wouldn't expect to be this good when it's about a bunch of assholes. Uh, <laughs> That's why you gotta watch Succession, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I, it, actually, gonna... there's a lot of contrast between Fall of the House of Usher and <laughs> Succession. Oh, just yeah. Just way less murder. Just way less murder. <laughs> um, but... Less yeah. supernatural instances, I would assume too. Unless, I, unless oh, I'm yeah, somehow no, there, is, there is none. <laughs> um, I think people think that the succession has like um, people paying off people to kill somebody. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's none of that. So, um, and I was like, kind of expecting that when I started. I was like, oh no, this is just business deals strictly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Fall House of Usher, I really like it. Mike Flanagan. I've actually been watching a lot of his stuff uh, recently, and something I noticed because I'm rewatching Midnight Mass with Amber, mm-hmm. he really likes uh, things with glowing eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. He loves like I watched Gerald's Game for the first time. He mm-hmm. loves long distance things with glowing eyes, like far <laughs> yeah. away. He loves that shit, man. <laughs> um, but it works pretty well though. <laughs> it's yeah, it's always incredibly creepy. It's never not creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I really like it. Bruce Greenwood, glad to see him just <laughs> front and center of something. Mm-hmm. He's always incredible. If you don't know exactly, I would say the most like common thing is the Star Trek, the newer movies. Oh, he's yep. the one that kind of bosses uh Kirk around, right? Yeah, he's a uh, yeah. Pike in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Pike. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um both have great heads of hair so it makes sense <laughs> yep. um but um also what's her name gina carano no. yeah god no, she's carano. wonderful and she, she she's uh she's carla, wonderful carla Gugino. carla gina uh Gugino. Carla gina. yeah i gina carano we, we... was who i was thinking of and that was not <laughs> no the same no person. And, well apparently she's gonna apparently try to sue disney now which no. i'm like Oh wow! So those uh, right wing movies didn't work out for you, huh? No, uh, yeah. sweetheart. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I watched uh, Ouija Board of Evil, which is the uh, the prequel, but it's directed by Mike Flanagan, Alex. And guess what? It's actually a pretty goddamn good movie. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not, not joking. It's it's pretty good. You should watch it. I it, I didn't even watch the first one. <laughs> I just skipped to the second one, the prequel, because it's directed mm. by Mike Flanagan. It's actually a good movie. Again, things with glowing eyes in a distant shot, usually mm. in a hallway. Um, <laughs> but um, trying to think. So games, Tekken Eight. Mm-hmm. Been playing a lot of that. Beat the campaign. It's the most anime thing of all time. Yeah. Um, like I mean, they go pretty hard. Actually, I think it might be one of my favorite video game like storylines in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think since like Mortal Kombat 9 yeah that's what I've been um, hearing it's so good it's so good and the fact that it just focuses on Jen, and then you do get to play as other characters when the actual king of Iron Fist tournament you get to pick between two opponents mm-hmm. so you can actually get to see who you get to pick who advances essentially it's really cool how they incorporate not just Jin into the story but it is a Jin focused story and I appreciate that because if there's one thing I do not like about some of the other fighting game campaigns is when you switch characters just just as you get used to that character, they just take them away from you. Mm-hmm. You get maybe three, six rounds, you know, usually with a character. Six yeah. fights total. 
And then you just move on to the next character. It's like, I just got to know them. Now I'm playing someone else new. Now I got to pause. I got to look up their fucking moveset. <laughs> um, so it yeah, was more. nice to be able just to focus on Jin. And it's cool. If you want to, you can just hit L1 in the middle of a fight. And essentially, you know, the Street Fighter, I don't want to say basic, but it's kind of like the Smash kind of mm -hmm. controls, you know? You can just hit L1 in the middle of a fight and just turn those type of controls on. No oh, shit. If you're All having right. trouble. Mm -hmm. um, and there's these things called replay and tips where you can actually rewatch one of your replays. And if you get your ass handed to you by move, the game will be like, here's how you can counter that. Mm -hmm. And hmm. I'm just like, like for that specific move with this specific character. Um, wow. And there's that, like apparently... There's like 180 type of moves with every character. Like if you just look at the list of what you can do with every character, it's an encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm absolutely loving it. I've been playing it every day, pretty much. Um, mm -hmm. just trying to find my main still. <laughs> <laughs> King, obviously, he's always been my boy. Oh yeah. But um, I'm really liking Nina. Um, June. Um, from who I dress up as Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. Um, <laughs> and then also um, Reyna, who is a new character who um, just looks like something out of Persona or a Xenoblade game mm -hmm. or something. But I'm just absolutely loving it. Then Last of Us Part Two, um, Really loving uh, the remastered. Buttery smooth 60 frames per second. It's <laughs> wonderful. Um and you remember the, um, I know you haven't played it, but you watched, remember the giant open area of Seattle? Mm-hmm. Um, where there's, like, a highway, and you go inside the bank and everything. I was just going around being like, okay, I know where a lot of these collectibles are. And then as soon as I was done, I was like, okay, let me cross-check. I got every collectible. No oh, shit. <laughs> just by myself. I was very proud of myself. I was like, I have played <laughs> this game way too much. <laughs> <laughs> So and are you going movies. for the platinum? <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be shooting for that thing. Unfortunately, I can't just sync up my trophies immediately because I apparently deleted my platinum save to be able to transfer it over. So oh, I have shit. to redo it all over again. It's fine. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, I have a much better memory of where everything is than I thought. So mm -hmm. um, finally, with movies, I watched Barbie. Finally, mm -hmm. um, really enjoyed myself. Actually, way more yeah. than I thought I would. Mm -hmm. um, I love Kate McKinnon in that movie so much. <laughs> yeah. She's so... There's just so many improv moments, like when someone pulls down like a giant mouse, she goes, thank you. I'm like, I feel like that was improv. <laughs> She's just wonderful and kooky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ryan Gosling, Margot Robbie, Greta Gerwig behind the camera, just all excellent stuff. Mm -hmm. um, mm, this is going to sound a little controversial. I agree with the message of the movie, but I felt like it was beating me over the head at some points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though i completely agree with the message 100 percent, i was like i get it patriarchy is bad um mm. <laughs> but yeah just a little much but mm. rear window excellent uh if I, i've been oh. watching a lot of old school movies uh rear window one flew over the cuckoo's nest the birds 12 angry men the conversation um just a lot of you know one of those movies in the top IMDb 250, I'm just like, which ones have I not watched? And I just mm -hmm. look up to see if they're streaming, then I'll just watch them. So that's been nice. And that is it. I'm sorry. That was a lot. <laughs> no, no, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah. And I actually had way more because I've been kind of on a, just a 
kind of a crazy movie run. Oh, also been kind of casually watching some X-Files. Um, oh, yeah. Wait, what the hell? Me too, actually, a little bit. It's been a few weeks, so I didn't put it in my, in my list, but that's super weird. <laughs> wow, so all of our TV is exactly the same. That's very strange. <laughs> all right. Our one piece of news. Um, uh, Carl Weathers has uh, passed away at the age of... Oh, my God, I'm sorry. This is the one time I did not write it down. Um, oh. I think it was 76. Mm-hmm. 76 years old, yes. I'm so sorry. Um but yeah, just a legendary actor, actually mm-hmm. ex-football player turned actor, one of those. Um, yeah. Predator, Creed, or I'm sorry, played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, um, Action mm-hmm. Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. So many things. Um, also just one of the most charismatic, also just directed some episodes of a Star Wars TV show and played Grief Karga oh, yeah. and um, Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Um, where... <laughs> He, Carl Weathers specifically said, I want to be a cheap motherfucker on that show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious. Mm. Um, Yeah, just an incredible presence, and he will be genuinely fucking missed. And I Mm. definitely need to do a Predator rewatch here very soon. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I know we say it a lot for the people who've passed lately, but he he really is uh, part of it. Yeah, one of a kind, part of our childhood growing up, obviously. Um, just all the stories you hear about him, he was a, an incredibly kind person. Uh, he was a very fun person, too, it sounds like. Uh, and Huge, just, too. He's like 6'3 or something. Yeah, yeah. He's a big dude, too. Like Obviously, you have to be if you're a linebacker in football, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. in the 70s, probably, yeah. <laughs> when he was. So... Yep, but yeah, and, just uh, incredible. Yep, definitely. And uh, listening to uh, Stallone and Arnold talk about him, it, it was just uh, it it pulled on your heart. Oh, Stallone's and... speech broke my heart. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, that's the one piece of news we have. Uh, we were gonna skip news, but we were not gonna skip over something as important as him. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex. It is draft time. All right. So I want to know, what was your process? How much research did you do? Was it very basic research? How deep did you go? Uh, I tried to go deep. Uh, I went through... Oh, baby. An ex- <laughs> I went very deep multiple <laughs> times. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I had a hard time with the extensive lists because a lot of these movies you don't know if they're really going to be released this year Mm -hmm. you don't know what they really are about some of them (laughs) when you do an extensive list so you can't go oh yeah so you're 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 just boiling it down to director and maybe people who are involved. So and the production company's reputation and yeah. how good they've been doing recently. <laughs> that also yeah. comes down to it. And so I I went fairly deep, but I picked some some very basic ones, and then there are some that are at least somewhat well known, but are kind of coming out of left field because I feel like there's something there. Uh, right. that that may hit some people when it comes out. So, yeah, some of these are going to be not based off of me and Alex's excitement for these movies, just 
purely based on we think these movies are gonna get a high score yeah um there's certainly a few of these that might surprise you if i have to pick one of them um yeah my process was pretty much just looking at the directors looking at if there was a franchise how does the franchise score mm. um would have you know and then some of these it's like the i looked at there was a few of them it's like there's been longer gaps between the sequels so i started looking at the gaps between sequels of certain types of movies even to mm. see like if the score differentiates from that so yeah i went pretty deep on it too and uh i have a coin here all right to flip so alex i assure you you trust me when i put it in my hand and it is what it is but i will flip it and you call it okay got it yep oh you didn't call it Oh, I I didn't know if you caught it or not, so oh, I couldn't okay. tell. No, no, I'm not going to... Oh, if it just lands, it lands. Okay, call it in the air. Go. Okay, heads. Motherfucker. All right, it's heads. All right, you're first. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, and so here's what we're going to do. We're not going to do snake. We're going to snake it, so that means we're not going to do... You get the first pick, I get two, and then you get the next one. We're just going to go back and forth. We'll just switch back and forth. Okay. Because otherwise, okay. I would get a... That would be... A stupid ass advantage on my part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, well, here that this is kind of rough because I originally we had that conversation. So we were just texting. We were actually texting about yeah because I uh, I have my number one draft pick. I feel like this is the best quarter quarterback in the draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna change <laughs> the fortunes of my franchise. <laughs> but I. <laughs> Excuse me. Because hmm. this is up between two of them, and I honestly don't know if I'm... I think that is the one that's going to go far, but I think I'm going to go out of nowhere for my top pick, and I'm going to go... This is a crazy one, I know, because it's so much hype for the original, uh, but I'm going to go with Furiosa. <laughs> I don't blame you. That was my number two overall pick, so I'm just going to run to the podium... <laughs> <laughs> and and draft uh dune part two all right <laughs> so that is my uh so i gotta get rid of furiosa here i'm already gonna be using a backup here at some point here so that's already fun <laughs> i love it i love it all right what is your number two pick okay uh this one is a personal pick because when i saw the trailer i ended up watching it uh about five times I feel that the backing behind it is well. Look, I feel uh, like I know exactly what you're going to say. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> I this think is so. Gonna, this is going to be surprising if you get this one. The The backing behind it was surprising. The star of it and director of it was uh, surprising. And uh, so I'm picking Monkey Man. Oh, damn it. That was my third pick. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually my number one pick, but I knew I wanted to get one of these. In. Oh, my God. I'm already down to... I already got picked three two subs. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't right. think that would be on your list, actually. Oh, no, I'm Yeah, because of the backing, my... it's fucking Jordan Peele. Yeah, man. He's <laughs> the one that fought for it in theaters. <laughs> All right. Um, oh shit. <laughs> um. Shit. talky mushrooms. Uh. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go out on a fucking crazy limb here. 
Um, hold on. I need to fix my list here. Hold on. Terrifier. Alright, Dune is out. Yep, I got my list uh, kind of okay. going some weird places I just... now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so this is my second pick, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm going to go, and I know nothing about this. This is another one of those. I know nothing about this movie besides um, the studio behind it, the stars, and the incredible marketing that's been happening right now. I'm going Long Legs. Oh, shit. That was <laughs> one I was going to put on there, but that was not on my list, I am going... Uh, that is going to be... Oh, my God. That's a... I feel like that's a bit of a reach. I feel like I could have drafted something I could have maybe stolen that at, like, four. Or maybe five. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right what is your number three all right uh this one i feel like it might be on there on yours too but i am worried it's not going to come out this year so you might get a get a good uh jump i swear to this. god no <laughs> give, give me a god. clue give me a clue <laughs> eggers fuck <laughs> Are you saying, hey, Alex? Stealing <laughs> every pick I have. Uh, so Nosferatu. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. What did we we research from the same places or some shit? I don't know, man. I think we. I think it's cemented now that we have a uh, pretty similar movie tastes at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, my number three kind of a long shot that I, I, I'm, I'm confident it's coming out this year. And so the first one got a very, very low Rotten Tomatoes score, I think in the 50s, but its sequel got an amazing, like, 86%. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be Terrifier 3. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you picked that. <laughs> Me too, but honestly, I, yeah, it's a bit of a risky pick, but I, I, I do trust it. Because mm-hmm. the more I've watched Terrifier 2, I actually like it more and more. Um, so, all right. <laughs> what is pick number four? All right. <laughs> I've been stolen I'm... anything from you. I'm, I'm picking all the ones like, oh yeah, that's coming out. <laughs> well, this is one I don't know a lot about. I. From seeing it from the stars that are in it, uh, I think it could be good um, because it is, it's not a biopic, but it is a true, partially a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just giving this a lead up because I'm really worried that you have this <laughs> list. No, I don't think I do actually. At least not in like my high, not in the, the high drafts. Okay. Uh, so the bike riders. Is this oh, on I don't list? even know what this is. Oh, okay. Finally. This is, yeah. <laughs> Finally you pick something, I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> it's, uh, from what I have seen, I believe that it is, like, partially the uh, beginning story for the Hells Angels. Uh, oh, okay. And it stars hmm. Austin Butler and... Uh, oh, okay. Blue. I have yeah. seen some little disgusting films, articles about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I okay. think this is one that can probably end up doing pretty good. It has a little bit of everything that, that might pull it together to be a, a good score. 
Okay. So there's one. Um, so I picked two very... Mm, sort of Hail Mary ones with long legs and terrifiers. So I gotta pick something that's just more of a home run for me. <laughs> I can't believe I'm even drafting this. I'm going Kung Fu Panda 4. Holy shit. <laughs> All of these movies have scored 80% or higher. Mm. So I just feel like that's a safe... A yeah. safe... I'm just drafting you know a first round guard here like it's just mm -hmm. safe <laughs> like so i'm drafting kung fu panda 4 oh my god i swear i got aquafina foxes for me <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well i'll blame her if it gets <laughs> i'll blame her solely <laughs> all right Excuse well me. my my number 5 <laughs> Uh, I told one of my family members that I would pick this uh, because I told them about uh, the movie draft. I think, personally, this may not be a good choice because of the track record lately <laughs> uh, as of the last two years. Oh, now. <laughs> I know exactly what you're picking. <laughs> you're picking Beetlejuice, aren't you? Nope. That was oh, one okay. I knew had a worse chance than this, honestly. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm picking uh, Deadpool 3. <laughs> oh, you know, I don't think that's the worst pick, but yeah, it's... That's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> it's a 50-50 shot. Yeah, it's a coin flip. Um, mm -hmm. So my fifth pick... Oh, my God. Um, It's between three. And honestly, um, sh shit. <laughs> One of these is a sequel to a massive billion dollar movie, and I have no idea how it's going to do because it's changing up a lot of aspects. <laughs> uh, another one just had the star beating the shit out of someone <laughs> on set recently. Oh, um,. Shit. And then one of these is from a director that I don't think he's done much. And, or, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go Hitman. Uh, oh, the Richard yeah. Linklater, uh, Glenn Powell uh, movie that's going to be coming out later this year. Mm -hmm. uh, I trust Rick, uh, Richard Linklater. So I'm just going to just go ahead and pick that. The man made School of Rock. Mm -hmm. He somehow made that a modern classic. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, let's just read off our draft picks. I'll just go Doom Part One. Doom Part Two is number one. Lawn Legs, number two. Terrifier, number three. Kung Fu Panda, four. <laughs> and such an outlier. Uh, and then Hitman. <laughs> All right. And mine is number one, Furiosa. Number two, Monkey Man. Number three, Nosferatu. Number four, the bike riders, and number five, Deadpool three. I feel like this is a very going to be a very interesting. See how this goes down because neither of us drafted, and I'm surprised. Joker two. Yeah, I I don't I actually was I do have that on the list as a I do separate too. pick, but I don't think people know are going to know ahead of time that it is a musical, so I think it's really no. going to alter the the score. <laughs> Well, for the audience score, I think yeah, most of the critics score. will know going yeah. in. But then mm -hmm. also Maxine, the oh, yeah. sequel to Pearl. Um, 
That was, it was between Maxine and Pearl, essentially, for me, mm -hmm. uh, for that last one. But, all right, that is our drought, and oh. now we are getting... I was actually uh, going to ask you real quick. Sure. We can, if you want to do this, we can. It is totally up to you. Uh, but I've heard some people do counter picks. Um, oh, the... that's right. Yeah. Well, let's be. I'm gonna be quite frank. I just straight up stole the way they did this draft from kind of funny. I'll just be straight oh, okay. up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay, do you yeah. have a counter pick? I I have two. I don't know if you want to do it or not. Do you have? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of if I have any for yours, and I kind of don't. <laughs> <laughs> Besides maybe Deadpool three, but I'm not com I'm not confident enough mm -hmm. uh, for that one. So where are your two counters for me? Oh, okay. I thought counter. I think I may have a misunderstanding of what counter. So picks you are. pick my movie that you think is actually going to do bad. Mm -hmm. Let's say you think Terrifier three is gonna get, you know, sixty eight percent. You would gain two points. Okay. But let's say it gets an 80, you would lose 10 points. Okay. Yeah. If it goes into the positive. So, yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm not touching your list with a fucking poll. Okay. But, <laughs> the yeah, only well, one that I kind of thought about was Nosferatu, because this might, straight up might not come out. Yeah. But I just wouldn't <laughs> yeah. even get any points from that, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> All um, right, yeah. Let's not worry about it then. We'll, we'll maybe talk about it, and if we feel like we want to try it, uh, then we can talk about it next, next okay. episode. Okay. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Recommendations. Um, Alex, do you mind if I go first here? Yeah, of course. All right. Um, oh, my God. I'm blanking on the name right now. Okay, nope. I got it. <laughs> uh, mine is another... Um, actually, it's kind of partially to... I watched this recently, and it's from the director of one of my drop picks. It's, this is a Richard uh, Linklater movie oh. uh, based off of a Philip K. Dick book, and that is A Scanner Darkly mm. mm -hmm. from 2006. A sort of... How would you describe the animation? Watercolor-ish? Uh, Cell-shaded watercolor. Cell-shaded watercolor. Yeah, yeah it's very <laughs> interesting. Honestly, for some people, it might pick, make people a little nauseous. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Um, but I'll just, just um, give the synopsis that is uh, pure on the Google here. In the near future, as America virtually loses the war on drugs, Robert Actor, a narcotic cops in Orange County, California, becomes an addict. When he goes undercover, he is wooing Donna, a dealer, to uh, ferret her out her supplier. At the same time, he receives orders to spy on his housemates, one of whom is suspected of being Donna's biggest customer. Um, I really like this movie. It's incredibly dark. Like I said, the animation is very unique, but also got a kind of a crazy cast keanu reeves is who plays uh the undercover cop um you got robert downey jr who <laughs> before he got back really into acting you know before his uh uh the downey the downey songs um mm -hmm. in the more later 2000s winona writer before she kind of you know when she was kind of on the outs of hollywood a little bit mm -hmm. uh woody harrelson uh rory uh conquering which you would only probably know from CSI Miami. <laughs> um, I think he's one. He's the one that dies mm. um, in the show. So, uh, if you remember that at all, remember how CSI and just any cop show, any hospital show, they really dramatize the fact that someone's gonna die that episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
like any other TV show. So they like, nope, someone someone might die in this episode, but mm-hmm. no, not cop shows or hospital shows or any. They're like someone will die, <laughs> yeah. and it will be depressing, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's oh, ridiculous. And that's our that's our connection too to this uh, to Manhunter is uh, CSI. There we go. <laughs> yep, William Peterson, baby. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and yeah, a uh, budget of eight million, box office of seven million. <laughs> uh, so, um, don't want to say too much. It's just a really interesting movie. Cool animation. It's cool to see um, everyone kind of being strung out on drugs, especially uh, Robert Downey Jr. Just kind of being a very, I want to say. Uh, natural born killers he's not as yelly but he's mm-hmm. definitely more out there than a lot of his characters are um and went on the rider just everyone's just really solid it's got a really cool twist at the end um and uh yeah just a solid movie and if you just want to you know add to your keanu reeves catalog here you go <laughs> alex have you seen this movie uh, I never have. Uh, the art style always put me off, but I've heard yeah, so many yeah. times how good it is. So someday I will have to try it. Yeah, I understand that the art style, but I can't watch things at the art. That's why I can't watch Bob Burgers. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. So um, I totally get it. Someone just is like, you know what? Nope. Because, uh, yeah, there could be some nauseating uh, kind of things in the movie in terms of... It's mm-hmm. not like drug trippery. It's just like also... Everyone at this agency wears body suits, and they're constantly changing. Like mm-hmm. it's like a different person every second, um, and everybody wears them, so no one knows who's undercover and all all that stuff. It's yeah. interesting, um, but yeah. So a scanner darkly. I actually meant to recommend this last time, but um, I just I made a um, last second call and picked um, shoot him up instead. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Uh, ready for mine? Yes. All right. Well, this is another weird one. Uh, I picked another manga because that's all the time I've really had to spend on things, and I've really been enjoying this huh. one. Um, Excuse it me. It is called uh, Dandadan. Uh, I'm still, it what, is, what, what the what? <laughs> Dan to Dan. <laughs> Dam to Dan? Like Dan, like the name. Dan da Dan. <laughs> it's super what you can just text me that name i'm not even gonna bother right now <laughs> you can just text uh, me that shit later <laughs> but uh basically it's uh two high school students uh kind of have a argument that one of them believes that ghosts are real the other believes that aliens are real and they uh both don't believe the other's real so they have kind of a uh, bet going on where they both go separately to a place where it's known to be haunted and a place where people are abducted and then they find out that both things are real ghosts and uh, aliens are real and then it goes off the fucking wall because the main guy gets possessed by a ghost who steals his dick and <laughs> And I then wish people could see it. my face when he just said that <laughs> sentence. My eye. <laughs> uh, eventually, he gets his dick back, and then he oh, good. gets his balls Some... stolen. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then the oh, what's in... worse? <laughs> just... 
and there's literally just a giant panel that's two pages uh, long that just says, where did my balls go? <laughs> that's like someone typing out the same thing on a computer. Like in a classroom, you're like, oh my god, this person's deranged. Just do that in computer class next time, someone. Where did my balls go? And wait until your teacher passes you, and then mm -hmm. just let him look at that. And then he'll never ask you for a question ever again, because he'll be scared of you. <laughs> but Don't uh, do that. Don't do that. After he loses his balls, the entire point of the comic is they have to find his balls because supernatural entities are using them as powerful objects. <laughs> oh, like Dragon Balls. <laughs> yep. And right in the middle of this entire thing, the two high school students are having a like lovely, nice romance right in the middle of this whole thing where he lost his dick and balls. <laughs> It is the most unhinged shit, and I totally recommend it. Uh, the artwork's great. It's super fucking weird, as I just explained. Uh, there is, like, six volumes out right now. And, uh, yeah, it's called Dan to Dan. <laughs> balls to balls. Um, yep. Dick to balls. Balls to dick. All right. Uh, that took some turns I was not expecting. <laughs> We went on a journey with that recommendation, mm -hmm. folks. We all did, including me. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, Manhunter. Uh, <laughs> so I want before I get into the movie, you know, Michael Mann, very famous director, mm -hmm. Heat, Collateral. One of my recommendations, Collateral. I can't believe this is the same director, Alex. Um, <laughs> and and uh, recently, my last advice. year, came out with uh, Ferrari. Oh, I think really? last week or last episode I said Ford and Ferrari, but y'all can forgive me for that. Come on. No. <laughs> There's been two Ferrari movies that have come out in the last like four years. Mm -hmm. It's more than we need. Uh, certainly. Um, such dad movies, you know. Such yep. dad movies. Um, <laughs> like My dad would have eaten that shit up. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but Manhunter uh, it was written actually by Thomas Harris and Michael Mann. So it was written by oh. the author and Michael Mann, which is very interesting. Mm. Um, and then the cast is pretty nuts. Um, we got... Uh, oh, my God. Where did I put it? Yeah. All right. We got, yeah, you got, got William Peterson CSI. as Will Graham, which <laughs> Will Graham will pop up several times. Essentially, we had three protagonists throughout this whole series. Mm. Uh, will Graham, Clarice Starling, um, all played by different actors. <laughs> <laughs> Never once a repeat. Mm. Um, and Hannibal Lecter. Again, not one actor playing the same thing besides Anthony Hopkins, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then we got uh, Kim Grease as Molly Graham. Uh, Joan Allen classing up the joint here mm. uh, as Reba. Um, she's barely in the movie. Um, Brian Cox as Dr. Lecter. Did you see how they spelt Lecter? I did not. I have subtitles on because I'm half deaf practically. And so it's spelled L E C K T O R. What the heck? And I'm like All right. I'm like Thomas, you wrote the you wrote the screenplay. Why didn't you <laughs> yeah. spell it like this? <laughs> anyway, uh Dennis Farina, which you you would know um Jack Crawford, Stephen Lane from the Avatar <laughs> movies, mm -hmm. uh Don't Breathe. 
as Freddie Lowndes, um, also played by many different actors in this franchise. Mm. And then Tom Noonan, which Alex, do you know where Tom Noonan is from? I do not. Oh, my friend. He is the villain in RoboCop 2. Remember Nuke? Oh, shit. <laughs> Remember the right. Nuke? Um, yeah, he is uh, Tom the Nuke Noonan. Um, and, uh, yeah, that is mostly our cast. Pretty great cast. Mm -hmm. um, Alex, what did you think of this very weird movie? <laughs> I actually liked it a hell of a lot. Um, I, I was going to say earlier that uh, this is about Michael Mann. Um, his core, er, cinematography has been going around uh, lately oh, yeah. for specifically Miami Vice. Um, and this pretty much feels in some ways like the same, uh, the same world <laughs> as that. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Um but yeah, I I love this movie. I this is the first time seeing it. That's uh, kind of new for uh, a lot of the things that we watch. And yeah, yeah. Besides yeah. Scream, <laughs> essentially. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because yeah, most of Scream. Uh, but yeah, it was. It really drew me in because they actually took the time in this movie to. Uh, draw out the investigation. He actually mm -hmm. took the steps to figure out the different things that connect to this killer. And a lot of movies nowadays do not do that. They hold your hand and jump to the next Mild thing very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the things don't make sense. And uh, most of this did. And um, I think everybody, like you said, the cast is stacked. They did a great job. Uh, uh, Lecter was it was the guy succession guy, right? <laughs> yes, that is um, Logan Roy, a uh, Logan Lecter um, <laughs> himself. Um, but yeah, that is Brian Cox. I expected a fuck off at some point. I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. That made me sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he did a great job too. Uh, it, it, I I know that in our mind, Hopkins it's interesting because he's the first one, there. so there's no format how to play him yeah. a lector, you know? So exactly. it's but very you... interesting take because he does like this weird side mouth thing. Yeah. Constantly. But... And I'm like, that's very different than how Hopkins or mm -hmm. Mads, like Mads is way more um, suave. Um, mm -hmm. Hopkins also has that suaveness, but also um, I look at Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. I'm like, you're a fucking psychopath as soon yeah. as I look at you. <laughs> Whereas yeah. Mads hides it a little bit better just because he's mm -hmm. got that, I don't know, magneticness to him. Um, but I really like Brian Cox. Um, and then also mm -hmm. we didn't even mention William Peterson, most famous for, um, I don't know about you, Alex, but like when I was like 9, 10, 11, 12, uh, maybe not that young. But whenever CSI hit it big, uh, mm -hmm. I watched it a lot because one, it just had a, <laughs> had quite a bit of gore. <laughs> it just oh, yeah. was yeah. pretty. There was one episode in particular I couldn't watch, which is like a furry episode. <laughs> what? It was a, a furry died in Vegas, and oh, there was shit. just like some pretty non CBS type kind of flashy uh, furries fucking each other and my mom's like maybe this one not so much oh, shit. Okay. um so that's like the only one i haven't seen um 
And Quentin Tarantino has directed a couple of CSI episodes. So Are you serious? <laughs> yes, and I know there's a lot of people that never watched CSI that specifically watched because Oh, and he uh I think one of the episodes he uh buries one of the cast members alive. So I'm like, you really like burying no. people, don't you, Quentin? Yep. Um <laughs> Kill Bill, if you don't know which movie mm. we're talking about. Um but yeah, I I like this movie. I like the first half more. I will say that. Um, yeah. I like the first half more. I, um, the soundtrack at times, I was like, this is a choice. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is a choice. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> especially just like the last part, like what song was playing at the end, like when they're all in the house and William Peterson's like, he's getting tossed around. I'm like, why? Yeah. This is like a hip upbeat song. And this is like a, supposed to be an intense scene. Well, that just felt weird to me. There's so, like a lot of contradictions is... between what was happening and the music, and I get that's kind of what was happening. This is actually before Tarantino started doing that with poppy music and violent shit happening on screen. Tarantino kind of made that super popular. Um, it happens in this movie here, too, though. Yeah. Well, specifically <laughs> um, that scene you were talking about, though, it was weird because they had such a good songs originally going with Inda Inda oh, the, the actual score is great. Well, yeah, it was just it was weird because they in, had Indigata Devita playing, which mm. is a really creepy song in this context, and then they mm -hmm. move over to a song that doesn't really fit what was no. happening. Uh so yeah, there are some great scores in this, but some of the actual like Song, song choices, choices. <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially when um francis dollarhide uh the the red dra the tooth fairy i'm sorry mm -hmm. i should say um sees uh what's her name uh the blind woman uh mm -hmm. god damn it what's her name in the movie uh reba uh when she kisses that one guy from her work Mm -hmm. And then the song choice, and then it just shows that close-up of Francis just, like, ripping his car. I'm like, this is a lot right now. Yeah. This is a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And like I said, the first half, it really grabbed me. Um, one of my notes was, man, I love watching characters think and process things yeah. in real time. And you just sit there, and you're just quiet for a few seconds. No music. Mm -hmm. No score. You're mm -hmm. just kind of letting them figure it out, and then, like, they just kind of get that that uh like you know with the eyes and everything like oh check you know the glass you know you took off your you took off your gloves that's why there was um the talcum powder and all that like i thought all that was great also yeah from what i remember the red dragon book and yes i'm sorry i did not read the books i just um my dad's birthday was last week just been under a lot of stress so um mm. i apologize for that i'll try to be better about it also um luckily there's another red dragon <laughs> so i can just read mm -hmm. it for that um <laughs> and so right now i'm just gonna i can jump the sounds of the lambs i don't think there's much of a connection besides the fact lecter's in jail but he's also in yeah. jail in this one so whatever um mm -hmm. but um i i like also the way he <laughs> He likes blue, Alex. I don't know if you noticed. Michael Mann really likes <laughs> the color blue. Um, yeah. And the way he shot, particularly Will and uh, Molly in their house, you know, those really dark blues. And yeah. then 
the contrast to when you see Francis, and it's a lot of greens. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. They didn't pick red. Um, <laughs> um, but also, the reason why this movie was not called Red Dragon, uh, and it's not just because uh, Michael Mann is obsessed with his name or something, mm-hmm. um, was <laughs> it was actually um, because of Bruce Lee movies. A lot of movies having oh. the dragon and Enter the Dragon. Mm-hmm. And honestly, some uh, the executives thought the red dragon was kind of a cheesy title. Um, mm-hmm. and so they changed it to Manhunter, and I guess it was actually based from a Stephen King review of Manhunter. And he oh. used the term Manhunter, um, mm. in his review. And that's where they got it from. So it's from a Stephen King quote, uh, in his review mm-hmm. of Manhunter, mm. which is, or of, I'm sorry. When he reviewed Red Dragon, the novel. I'm sorry. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Not the movie. Um, misspoke there. But yeah. Um, a lot of blues. A lot of greens. Um, and then uh, the Freddy Lounge. <laughs> the famous wheelchair flaming death. Oh, um, yeah. uh, how much did you know about just the Red Dragon story? Have you seen the Edward Norton? Um, I have. Okay, okay. There's a lot yeah. of similarities, especially... There's a lot of similarities. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think um, Ralph Fiennes gets significantly more naked than Red Dragon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and then also we get Philip Seymour Hoffman playing Freddie Lowndes in Red Dragon, which is mm-hmm. always great to see him on screen in anything. Um, yep. But, yeah. Uh, trying to just think of... Uh, Look at my notes here, but what what else do you have to say about it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, specifically, I was gonna say my this is kind of weird that this was my favorite scene. Uh, you were talking about it a little bit ago. Um, my favorite scene in the whole movie is actually in the house right before Will Graham uh decides to take the case when him mm-hmm. and his wife are in bed and it's like that that light blue that yeah that really about. deep blue yeah and they're almost yeah. silhouetted in a way yeah and and they're just talking about how like don't do this like please don't and uh you'll get dragged back in and stuff it was just a uh, very beautiful scene in general Good and, character development too just yes within that one scene you get a you know their relationship how much they love each other it's yeah mm-hmm. it's good yeah. Um. Yeah, this is one of my notes. What is this scene with the two fairy seeing her kiss another dude? <laughs> what is <Yeah>. this? <laughs> um, I love when he finds out. My favorite scene in the movie is the tape scene when he's like, "Check behind the label." Oh like, yeah, uh, like that, that whole too. thing. I was like, "Oh my god!" And William Peterson, I really liked his performance in this. I thought he actually killed it. Um, mm-hmm. him and um, I'm trying to think of Hugh Dancy. Similar hair and everything, and then Edward Norton looks nothing like (laughs) (laughs) the other two, where there's Mm -hmm. similarities between Will Graham, um, between those two actors, but not Edward Norton at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, what I also like is that this movie is minimal with Lecter, just like the Mm -hmm. best Hannibal movies are. I'm trying to remember the... I think Anthony Hopkins has like less than 20 minutes in Sounds of Lens. Yeah. You know, like, he's not in that movie much. He's bare, and, you know, and Brian Cox is in maybe 
what, 10 minutes? Yeah. At most, like, you get mm-hmm. the one scene of him putting his feet up when he's on the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> being very just playful with uh, Will in that moment, but... Yeah, I... Um, the more we talk about it, the more I did like it. I just... Yeah, the second half, just with particularly <coughs> song choices, it just kind of... Um, I wouldn't say ruined the scene, just uh, changed the vibe to a point. Changed the vibe to the scene that I wasn't really digging. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, but, um, and, yeah, I loved, um, oh my god, I keep forgetting, why am I, I keep putting away the, the fucking cast. <laughs> <laughs> why do I keep doing that? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, and then Tom Noonan, you know, as Francis Dorhide, we'll obviously see that character also being played by several actors, but mm. I thought he was good, um, I think I've seen him in something else. I just, I was like, you've got one of those faces. I feel like I've just, you probably were in an X-Files episode or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then Dennis Farina, you know, I'll, Jack Crawford, the character, is played by so many extremely famous character actors. <laughs> I don't know why the Jack Crawford character is so, like, enticing to, Mm-mm. um, I'm trying to remember, Eric, <sighs> Eric Roberts in Silence of the Lambs, Harvey mm. Keitel in Red Dragon, and then Lawrence Fishburne in The Hannibal Show. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, what is it about this Jack Crawford character that mm. these big-time character actors just want to play as, and they're not in it for very long either? Mm. Um, and also, I forgot, we forgot to mention Alex has my bed. Uh, we are doing Silence of the Lambs <laughs> next episode, obviously, mm. and you can stream it on AMC+. Plus. Philo? Is that one of those um, book? Like you need a you need a, a library card? Shit. I don't think so. I think it's just another free streaming place. But oh, I'm, is I'm it? Not okay. Positive. Yeah. Okay. And then, or you can rent it on Vudu, Google Play, and Apple uh, for three ninety nine. Okay. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Just wanted to. We forgot to mention that. All right. Um, I think I'm good on my. I didn't have. I have a bit of notes here. Oh, I like the scene between him and his son in the grocery store too. Mm-hmm. I really thought that was a good scene and how he yeah. like his son is fi- like he's getting old enough to start asking questions about what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and kids are curious, so they're gonna yeah. ask questions. And if you don't give them an answer, they're just gonna say why over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 but any other uh, uh, last scene? Last scene thoughts here? Because I feel like the <laughs> Sounds uh, of the Lamb stock will be a lot longer than this one. Yeah. Because um, um, this movie is a little bit more straight. It's not straightforward, but, you know. Uh, I I just, one last scene talk about the, uh, I just thought it was funny. I was almost laughing, uh, even though it was a very intense scene when he goes to uh, the Tooth Fairy and tries jumping through the window to stop him. Oh my god, that it, was... It I, I did laugh It takes like that. two minutes <laughs> for him to get to the window. <laughs> it's I'm like, anytime now. And meanwhile, yep. I just feel like Francis could just be like Samoa Joe and just kind of just move out of the way a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, yeah. Um, I'm, oh, I was saying, oh, the tiger scene with Reba. I liked all that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. And there's a lot of, I think, I was trying to remember, and I don't remember if it's in the book, but I think 
there is an, a kind of an extended ending to Red Dragon that is not in Manhunter. I think more mm. happens in the third act um, of Red Dragon um, that happens here. Um, and I'm not sure if that's in the book or they just cut it because of budget, time constraint, whatever. Mm. Um, but we'll see the differences between those two movies. That's going to be, that's going to be, I think, the most interesting Um one of the more interesting talks is just a comparison between these two movies. Yeah. Um, and Red Dragon has Mary Louise Parker, so that always gets extra points for me. <laughs> um, but, mm-hmm. yeah. I really, really... Uh, the more... I, oh, and also... Um, we do... Now I feel like, Alex, we have to do the pilot because they mentioned Carrot Jacob Hobbs like five times in this movie. Yeah, um, I'm down for it. So, uh, if you don't know, Garrett Jacob Hobbs is the first killer that Will goes after in the TV show. Um, he is um, uh, the Chesapeake Richter uh, in that. So, And he gets mentioned like five times here. So, I, I thought that was really, really cool little um, just bits of lore. Like, you don't know what Garrett Jacob Hobbs was, what he did. They just mentioned mm-hmm. a name and that Will caught him. Yeah. That's it. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> I like those little just um not getting into detail, but just like it makes you curious. I like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Alright. Um Alright. And uh let's see here. Yeah, we'll be back in two weeks with uh Silence of the Lands, one of my all time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um when's the last time you watched Silence, Alex? Ooh. Uh Man, it's been at least 10 years. I've caught bits and pieces back when I had cable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Just in between commercials, but that's it. I'm Uh, really excited for you then. I'm really excited for you then. Yeah, it's (laughs) such a good movie. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about the the Jodie Foster-ness of it all. And it's going to be weird because we're watching (laughs) Uh, True Detective. (laughs) So we'll have some double Jodie Foster talk because by the time we come back, I think the finale will have aired. Uh, four, five, six. Yeah, should be. Five yeah, and I think so. six. Yeah, because four just aired this Friday, and then, yeah. So yeah, we will have some uh, full True Detective, uh, Night Country thoughts for you all next episode mm-hmm. as well as so d- double Jody. Uh, I'm excited for it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and uh, you all have a uh, wonderful couple weeks.